timbers groaned, and Lady Swan, a caravel out of the port of Telflam and Thesk, lurched again. Fa Pen lurched with it, slamming hard into a rough wall. Wood scraped the flesh of his arm. He thrust himself back to his feet with the butt of his spear and staggered on along the narrow passage. Sounds echoed down from the deck above, shouts and screams. The brave sailors of their ship, the foul parrots of the black-sailed hulk that had loomed up out of the cool autumn night. It was impossible to tell who was doing the screaming and who the shouting. The echoing sounds carried only chaos and death. He knew, the captain knew, all of Lady Swan's crew knew what the pirates were after. Down in the hold were bales of fine silk and eastern spices, the wealth of a trading expedition. How the pirates had known about the cargo and what route Lady Swan would take across the Sea of Fallen Stars was another question. The grim set of the captain's mouth had said much. There was a traitor among his crew. Fa Pan ran. He had been permitted to stay above when the pirate ship was first sighted because of his fighting skill. But his companions, nothing more than merchants, would still be huddled in the cabin where the captain had ordered them to take refuge. If they remained there, they would only be trapped when the pirates came. Better they faced the foul outlaws bravely. A hatch opened somewhere. Air came rushing through the passage. Another night it might have brought a welcome breath of fresh air. Tonight it brought the smell of death, a worse reek than the usual stifling stench of the ship's bowels. It was cold, too. A sorceress led the pirates, her spells calling down sleet to sweep the ship's decks and waves of ice to make wood hard and brittle. The fighting above was treacherous, as bad as anything Fa Pen had ever seen in years as a soldier. The pirates barely seemed to notice, but just threw themselves into the struggle in a slipping, sliding frenzy. They were madmen. Farpan didn't know where he and his companions could go to escape them, but fighting had to be preferable to huddling in the dark. Jen! Vai! Teichen! Yumao! He yelled ahead down the shadowed passage. Open the door! We need to help! Nung! His voice died on his lips. Farpan came to a stop so sharp that he nearly tripped over his own feet. There was a dim light ahead splashing out from around a cabin door that stood ajar. The captain had ordered his companions to keep their refuge dark, and their door closed tight. They would not have disobeyed. Farpan's stomach rose. He stepped forward silently, spear ready to thrust. He pushed against the cabin door with one booted foot. It swung open to carnage as bad or worse than that on deck. The glow of a tiny, magical crystal that Vi prized turned the cabin into a wash of nightmare images. Fallen bodies cast horrid shadows. Blood mingled with the darkness to draw those shadows out into unnatural, oozing, weeping shapes. Almond eyes that had gazed on the splendors of the great empire of Shaolong and the wonders of the Golden Way stared blankly at the rude wood of barbaric Farron, far from their home.